0: Tennis is back. Well, not officially, but tennis is coming back, and they've announced a starting date for tennis to come back. Welcome in to another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersasimo, and you are listening on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Um Tennis is coming back. What an exciting podcast I have for you today. They have lined out the dates of all the tournaments and what tournaments are canceled and what tournaments aren't. And fortunately for tennis fans and tennis players, there are some big tournaments that are still happening in the U.S. and around the world. August and September on this podcast and around the tennis world is going to be absolutely electric. There is so much going on in the world of tennis in August, and it all leads up to August and then September. So as of right now, August and September is going to be probably the two most interesting and most electric months of tennis that have ever been played, in my opinion. Unfortunately, there's one notable name that will not be there at those events, but I will get to that later on in the conversation today. But first off, I want to go through what's going to kind of be happening here. What I'm kind of talking about when I say tennis is back. Tennis is coming back on April. Sorry, not April. On August 14th, tennis will be back, and that will be in Washington, D.C. The Washington, D.C. tournament will continue to play. I believe that is the City Open. The City Open will be played in Washington, D.C., And so tennis will return on August 14th. And that's part of the U.S. Open series. And that's a really good tournament. Washington, D.C. um, used to be called Leg Mason. I went when it was called Leg Mason. But um, the City Open in Washington, D.C. will absolutely happen as of right now. So the next tournament that will happen will be the Cincinnati tournament. But it won't be happening in Ohio. This is at the U.S. Open, um, USTA National Tennis Center. And um, this will be in New York, and I think it's for a multitude of reasons. One, because they're trying to get people to New York as soon as possible, especially if they're going to start the U.S. Open right after it. And the Cincinnati tournament will go right up to the U.S. Open. And so the crucial part about this is they're just getting people in New York so they can test them for COVID, so they can start taking precautions, and so that these players aren't in contact with anybody else in any other city, in any other state, in any other country, for that matter. And so the Cincinnati um open will happen at um the USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center in New York and that'll lead right up to August 31st when the U.S. Open will be played and the U.S. Open being played in New York I talked about it in last episode but the U.S. Open is kind of not a controversy right now it was controversy-ish last week but Novak Djokovic just came out and said I don't know if I'm be playing in this because there's so many regulations that are going to happen towards this. So um, it's just it's going to be hard um, for people to play in the U.S. Open, but at this point, I don't think they really care. They just want to play tennis. Um, And so Serena said she's playing in it. Uh, Roger Federer will not be playing in it, and I will get to that here in a little bit. But um, the U.S. Open will absolutely happen. It'll be the first major since the Australian Open earlier this year. Wimbledon's canceled, and the French Open will follow... Um, the will, the French Open will follow the U.S. Open. And that brings me to right after the U.S. Open, um, it will go to September 8th. It'll be Kitzbühel. And then on September 13th, it will go to Madrid. And September 20th, it'll be Rome. And then September 27th, Roland-Garros will happen. The French Open will happen on September 27th. Now, this is interesting because it's two majors Less than a month away. And it'll be a lot of tennis for these people. They will be going from playing no tournaments at all or very slim tournaments at all to all of a sudden playing Washington, D.C. straight to Cincy in New York and then straight to the U.S. Open and then another three clay court tournaments and then Roland Garros. So I'm very interested to see how players really react to this. And in one of my podcasts right when COVID hit was... Um, you know, I'm really interested to see how tennis adapts and happens this fall. And I'm still very interested to see how that happens because, um, I think these players are going to be tired. I mean, you can train all you want, but until you're playing all of these hardcore matches against all the top players in the world, again, things are going to be tough. Um, it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people. And I think that, um, it will kind of, take a toll on them and maybe at Roland Garros they might be tired because Roland Garros on clay points last longer so be very intrigued pay really good attention to Roland Garros this fall um, and how things kind of go there um, moving on in the US Open just a little bit um, so it will happen um, on August 31st until September 13th obviously uh, if you make it farther into the U.S. Open, you'll probably skip that first tournament um, on clay. But um, the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, said um, he's all for it. The New York State game McClear, which is odd because they were just the um, epicenter not too long ago. But nevertheless, they will be playing. So um, if it's a go from the government, it's probably a go from the fans and the players and obviously the USDA. So the U.S. Open will happen Um and then there's a weird, um, they're not playing mixed doubles, not having wheelchair or juniors at the U S open. That's something to note is they won't be having those. it will be 120, um, singles, 32 doubles. It'll be a shorter bracket. Um, not the regulations haven't been released yet. So keep that in mind that the regulations haven't been released yet. And when they do get released, I will go over them, um, regulation by regulation, because this is some pretty big news. In the world of tennis. And I just want to talk to you about kind of how I feel about tennis coming back. I'm excited, um, especially being a podcaster and talking on this podcast. It really heavily relies on tennis. And the only thing I'm afraid of is there are rumors going around and um, even facts going around that there might be a second wave of this coronavirus. So I'm just worried that if you know, tennis does come back, and since it's such a global sport, that the tennis world could be caught in something where there's a lot of international travel, and then people are bringing it back to their countries. Um, and I would hate for such a negative light to be brought on the sport of tennis, and I know a lot of other sports are coming back, and so it's not the first sport to come back, nor is it the only sport to come back. Um, but I would just hate for something to happen. And everybody get really excited about these tournaments, and they don't actually happen. Um, but I, nevertheless, I'm super jacked. I am super excited, and I am super looking forward to watching the U.S. Open, watching live tennis. Um, before you know, everyone watches the majors. I think after this, every tennis fan will make sure to tune in to some of those smaller tournaments just so they can watch quality and good tennis. Um, there was actually some tennis being played, and there's one I want to really hit on, um, right away. And it's the Adria tour. Um, it is Novak Djokovic brought together some of the top tennis players in the world, um, that, um, wanted to play in the Adria tour. It was, uh, June 12th through July 5th. And I, I, I believe it's kind of still going on. This is kind of a hard tour to follow a little bit. There was a lot of players in the original tournament and here's some just to name a few, um, it was Verev, Djokovic, Dominic Team, Grigor, Dimitrov were kind of the top guys. Um, and in, in this Adria tour right here and they looked good. Um, it was, they'd played best two out of three sets and the sets went to four. And so it was interesting to watch. I watched a little bit of it. Um, it was on clay. There was fans in the stands. It was awkward to watch because here in America, we haven't had anything like that. Um, in such a long time but obviously the coronavirus is different everywhere. But nevertheless, tennis was back, and let me tell you, those players looked like they did not skip a beat. Those players looked really good. Um, Dominic team took the trophy. He won the tournament, and um, Novak Djokovic lost a match here or there. Um, Looked all right, but I think what everyone took away from this is, even though tennis hasn't been here for a while, These players have been playing, they have been practicing, and they are absolutely ready for tennis to come back. And I'm really excited about that because I was really nervous that you know if tennis does come back and the players aren't ready completely, are there going to be more injuries? Are there going to be not as good competition? Um, I'm still a little worried that there's going to be a lot of the top players aren't going to play. And so it's going to be like not as, I don't want to say not as good tennis, but it's not going to be... Um, as entertaining and it's not going to be um, you know the best against the best I would hate for the US Open for them not to have you know the top five players in the world because then if you win the US Open it's like hey I won the US Open in 2020 but Federer wasn't there but Rafa wasn't there but Novak wasn't there but you know I just don't want that and so it's going to be hard Roger's already not going to be there which I'll get to here in a sec again but um, Serena Williams saying she'll play on the female side is uh, a big move for the sport of women's tennis and will definitely be something to track. Hopefully, um, the women's tennis will be something super interesting and something super entertaining to watch come August. I'm going to move on from tennis coming back to who's not coming back, and that is Roger Federer. Now, don't think that... uh, He's not coming back at all. He will be back, but just in 2021. I'm going to read to him. I'm going to read to you his statement. Verbatim, this is what it says. Dear fans, I hope you are staying safe and healthy. A few weeks ago, having experienced a setback during my initial rehabilitation, I had to have an additional quick arthroscopic procedure on my right knee. Now, Much like I did leading up to the 2017 season, I plan to take the necessary time to be 100% ready to play at my highest level. I will be missing my fans and the tour dearly, but I will look forward to seeing everyone back on the tour at the start of the 2021 season. All the best. Roger, classy as always, Roger Federer. This didn't really shock me. I don't know why, um, if he's even hesitant about his health, which... Obviously, he had his surgery earlier this year. Um, unfortunately, he had another procedure done um, as of late. But I don't know why he would come back in 2021. I don't see the risk-reward for him coming back in 2021. Um, maybe the maybe the risk-reward is he hasn't played a whole lot, or he's been practicing a lot, and other players are kind of on the downslope because they haven't been practicing much. But at this point, everybody's rested. So no one's seasoned like they would be at the U.S. Open where, you know, some players will be playing really good, but everyone's been playing for so long. So um, I fully agree with it. And Rafi even said, why bring tennis back in 2020? Let's just bring it back in 2021. This is a perfect excuse for Roger to take a whole year off. And I don't think the age will hurt him here. Um, I think he'll be able to just pick up kind of right where he left off in 2021 in the Australian Open. Hopefully that goes in January. And I think he'll be fine. I really am not concerned as a big Roger fan and someone who really follows his game. I'm not concerned about him being older and I'm not concerned about him taking this time off at all. I actually totally agree with what he's doing. Even if he did have surgery, I think he should have waited. I don't know why he would come back when all this COVID stuff's going on. There's so much health stuff going on and it's just so many distractions around the game that who knows if anything, um, if you'll actually play up to par just because, um, you know, so much is going on around the game. Um, I kind of touched on a little, um, a lot here in this podcast. And um, I will continue to go deeper and deeper into these tournaments as time goes on. um, And I will probably get a guest here within the next couple weeks. It's been pretty busy. But I do want to let you know that um i am really excited about tennis coming back i am really excited about every podcast that will lead up to august 14th and i do believe there will be a lot of stuff going on in the tennis world until then so stay tuned right here on the believe in the atp tour podcast i will keep you up to date on everything going on um, and every opinion that i have and some of my guests that i will have on have as well so thanks for listening to today's episode If you want a sponsor, you can reach out at Believe.com or at Believe podcasts. That is on social media, B-L-E-A-V Podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. Reach out to me. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast. Or if you know a good guest, and that would be at Jacob Cersosimo, both on social media, um, Twitter and Instagram, Jacob and Cersosimo, C-E-R-S-O-S-I-M-O. Once again, thank you for listening. Um, I truly love podcasting, especially during a time as exciting as right now that tennis will be back. And let me put this into your brain one more time. Tennis is coming back. Take care of yourself. Stay safe, everybody. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.